Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining on tonight. We have Mo Leisure Adventures with Delia Enoch and their sweet baby Ella, and we're going to find out more about their adventures and where they're going. I gotta say now that's some fancy background you have in your exterior there. <laughs> we try to change it up sometimes. <laughs> you installed three chandeliers, looks like. <laughs> know, right? We got super lucky on our way to uh, Death Valley National Park. Somebody was uh, very gracious in hosting us for a couple of days. Well, we're in Arizona right now. Yeah. That's but so we're awesome. Staying, staying with a friend in Arizona right now. So, and we, we rely on all these people that we meet on the road for sometimes when we need showers or a real bed to sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely want to, you definitely want to break those days up for sure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Delia, do y'all, y'all are on the road full time. So do mm -hmm. you have a van? What, what exactly are you doing? Um, so we started living on the road full time in November of 2019. Okay. Um, we, we don't live in a van. That, that would be very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we live out of a Nissan Xterra and, uh, and an adventure trailer with a rooftop tent. <laughs> there we go, guys. That's, that's Yogi. Um, Talk about Yogi, because that's your baby. Oh, that is my baby. So that's a uh, 2009 <laughs> Nissan Xterra. Uh, okay. It's a standard six-speed, uh, four-wheel drive, lifted a couple inches, and all the uh, fancy protective equipment needed to hit the rocks as hard as I possibly can. Okay. <laughs> Are you originally from Texas? I think I see a Texas license plate. So uh, most of my family lives in Texas. So in Texas, you're allowed to not live in the state, but register and have like a RV style um, address. And so gotcha. that's registered in Texas. Gotcha. That. Yeah. Gotcha. That's way cool. So what decided the Xterra lifestyle? Have you have you always driven the Xterra? Like you don't see that wheeled much and you've oh, built yeah. that pretty well. Thank you. Thank you. So I um <laughs> <laughs> making my head big over here. <laughs> so I've I've always been a Nissan guy. Um, okay. when I was younger, one of my, my first vehicles that I had access to was a, uh, a Nissan 720 hard body, which is a, a really cool little off-road vehicle back in, from the eighties. And, mm -hmm. uh, so as I got older, you know, started buying my own cars, uh, I bought the Nissan Xterra and I was like, this is it. This is going to take yeah. me everywhere. And awesome. it has, you know, I've been super impressed with its abilities and it gets you, gets us deep, deep into the back country and over all the crazy trails. And so I've been really impressed with it. It's a good car. That's super awesome. It looks like you've been to pretty, some pretty amazing places. That's top of the world, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. Uh, Moab is probably one of our favorite places to go to because that's like a, a wheeler's paradise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah for off-roading, you can't beat Moab. Yeah. 
But uh, initially, the, the goal of the trip uh, when we first started is to visit all of the national parks. So that that was the initial goal. And I mean, it still is because we've, we've gone to 52 out of the 63 really? national parks so far. That's incredible, uh, you guys. And so we have 11 left. Um, eight of them are in Alaska. So, you know, due to COVID and crossing the borders, it just hasn't yeah, happened. Canada. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But have you been to Tortugas? Yes, we have. What? Yes, yes. Did you want to take a seaplane? Or how did you get there? Uh, is it a ferry? Was it a yeah, ferry? Yeah, it's a ferry. A ferry? A two-hour? Three-hour? Three-hour like ferry ride out to Dry Tortugas. And then uh, you can either uh, get a permit and stay the night there for a couple yeah. of nights. Or you right. have to come back that same day. So you'll yeah. get like four or five hours on the island and then you're back on the ferry and going back to Florida. That's so cool. I, I always ask that because that's some place that nobody's ever been. So whenever you said that, I was like kind of blown away there for a minute. You, 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 you were like, yeah, absolutely we have. Yeah, it's really, really yeah. cool there. If if you do get to go there, anybody who ever plans on going to Dry Tortugas, get the camping permit, yeah. stay there for a few nights, and then come back. Yeah. want to do that. Yeah. yeah. You get to get the full experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's great for a day because that's what we end up having to do. We, we were only able to do a day trip because uh, mm. there were only permits available. But once we got there, I wish we, yeah, I wish we would have gotten the permits. If you do try to get the permit, I think you need to, they sell out like six months in advance. So yeah. you need to get them early. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I know a lot of the places, sometimes they even do raffles. We were, um, or not raffles, but lotteries, you know, for like the wave yeah. in Arizona. Like we want to go see that, but that's like yeah. even four months out in advance too. Yeah. Yeah. Matt brings up a really good question here. He's in the chat and he wants to know how is hitting the national parks with the pup? I know a lot of them aren't pet friendly and like you can only travel some places only on the pavement. Um, yes. How does that how does that affect where you go and what you do? So we actually when we didn't have Ella when we first started the trip, um, we just okay. got Ella January twenty twenty one last year. So we, okay. we, yeah, we had her for about one year, and before we got her, we already hit most of the national parks. Yeah. Um, how many has Ella been to? Ella's been know? to. Six national parks. Six. Okay. Yeah, six national parks. Um, so Colorado, you can take a dog to the Great Sand Dunes. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. So so what we've what we've come to now is when we go into the national parks, we we typically start outside of the park in the BLM land or mm -hmm. some right. kind of public land for free. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we will put Ella in a. Uh, uh, kennel for the day. Okay. We'll go do our hikes and go go explore the national park for the day, and then we'll we'll come back out and grab her. Mm -hmm. So that's that's been a, a little bit of a, of a difference as far as like how we initially started to what to right. how we have to operate now. Because mm -hmm. um, when we, you know like when we first started, it was just us, and we could just do whatever show, show up at a park and just have <laughs> have a grand old time, you know? Yeah. So, it's kind of like taking a kid along with you now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really is. 
Except right, for so even a kid can go everywhere. I bring my child. <laughs> we can't leave yeah. her in the car because it's too hot. Yeah. And we can't yeah. tie her to a post. <laughs> Who would tie her to a post? I'm just, I'm just saying things that you say not to do on the National Park website. This is yeah. true. They do actually say that. They're like, do not tie your dog to a post and leave it. Because well, you know someone has. They totally it's like it's like on the hair dryer, you know, if you read the tags, don't use in the bathtub. Like <laughs> someone's done that. That's right. you're not supposed to do that. Thank you for that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. So what trails have y'all done in Moab and out in Utah? Ooh. Uh so the first time we went to Moab, uh what are, you did poison, poison spider, spider hell's revenge did you do hell's time. gate did you go up hell's gate yeah, no. not, okay not not yet okay. <laughs> i know right this this next year maybe i mean you can do it the, i did it in the grand cherokee you can do it yeah yeah the both times we went um we we weren't with people that were familiar with hell's gate and we didn't want to try it without watching someone that was more um what's it called experienced with hell's gate doing it first so, yeah yeah uh, for sure it's, it's our home we don't want to break it <laughs> yeah that is one of the the hard parts as far as being full-time in your vehicle if something does happen to your vehicle you're stranded and you guys only have the one vehicle am i wrong yeah. Yeah. okay so what yeah. happens when you do have to have what I'm willing to take it on to, you know, cause I don't want to break it. So it's yeah. always like in the forefront, like I want to do these harder trails, yeah. but there's a point where I'm like, Oh, I got to stop. I'm out. Everyone else have a great day, but I'm out. I got to, I, gotta well, I commend you for that. Some people will just not do that. But of course, a lot of those people that don't do that are not full timers. So you mm -hmm. got to give them, you know, got to realize that too. But I tell Matt, I was like, you get all this out before we're like full time because full time, it's going to be scenic and like nothing. <laughs> I mean, if, if anything does break on the car, thankfully he, he can true. like take everything apart, put it back together. He carries three, Three box, two boxes of tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three, basically three boxes of tools. Of tools. <laughs> I, I have yeah. everything to disassemble that whole entire car. I mean, I've, I've awesome. done everything from uh, CV axles to all the suspension. I've done timing. Done, yeah, I've done a lot on that vehicle. I did the rack yeah. and pinion, the rack and pinion a, a couple months ago. Um, yeah. Let's just like done on basically on the side of the roads or parking lots or, you know, wherever we are at the moment. Do you pull up YouTube and like research how you do this or is this something that just comes natural to you that you've always known how to work with the mechanic side of things? So I'm a super, I'm definitely super mechanical as far as that goes, uh, like okay. you know, that stuff out, but I do definitely use YouTube a lot. Um, that's, that's a great reference, you know, when, because like every vehicle is essentially the same. Um, then you just have like a few nuances between each uh, yeah. brand, essentially, you know, right. you just need to figure out what those nuances are so you don't mess anything up when you start disassembling stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. YouTube University. Yeah, YouTube University. For life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll get you places, right? <laughs> 
if it's not on YouTube, then I make a video and put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I I have to ask, which of the parks was your favorite? Oh. That's an easy Everyone one. Everyone always asks, and we always Big, say Big Ben. Big Ben, Texas. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're going to have to tell me what makes that one the best for you. Because if you've been to 50-something state you know, national parks... I mean, there's that's a that's a pretty big statement. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, then, because I'm thinking Yosemite, Yellowstone, like I'm thinking of like all of those, and you're just yeah, like, we've been in Texas. We pretty much saw everything. It has everything. Um, it has the desert. Um, it has the mountains that you could hike in. So, like, we were hiking in the desert one day, and then the next day we were hiking in the mountains and it starts snowing. Um, there's the Rio Grande that separates the U S yep. from Mexico. You could cross right across the river. Going we did the- that. Yeah. Day. We went, yeah. We went about a month ago, I think. So yeah. nice. nice. Yeah. And the massive, there were three, three massive canyons. Mm-hmm. The canyons. Penalina is beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and the off-roading, they have off-roading yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's pretty much everything you want to do all in one place. Yeah. Water sports. Oh yeah. And, then, every, and they have like the kayaking of, yeah, there. Kayaking. Yeah. You can, you can canoe down the river yeah. a week if you want. And yeah. not a lot of people go there. So it's pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so massive. You don't really see a whole lot of people, even if there is a lot of people going there. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's natural hot springs. I think uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the Chiso Basin is probably the most, like the busiest area mm-hmm. of the whole right. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely. Whenever we went to the basin, we actually ate lunch at the, like the little lodge that they have up there, and oh. it's it's kind of like a ski resort. <laughs> that lodge, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> that is the best national park food in the entire <laughs> national park system. The best. I'm not even joking. None of, none of the other places hold a candle compared to that lodge and the the food they make there. Like they have their own chefs in that place. <laughs> Like, yeah. Tell them what you order to make you uh, say it's the best. I, was it the cheeseburger? But, the cheeseburger was actually very good. good. I had the cheeseburger. Yeah, the chili, the chili fries. The chili cheese fries. <laughs> it was, they have like, it's like chunks of like elk and like different meat, you know, wild meats inside of the yeah. chili. And like, it, was, it was just so good. It was just so good. I loved it. We had a really good time there. Yeah. It was just beautiful. And even coming up the drive into Chisos Basin, mm-hmm. it was just gorgeous to have the mountains on both sides. And it was kind of, it was in the like morning time. So the sun hadn't hit some of the sides of the mountains. And so it was just beautiful. Yeah. Very cool. I think yeah. driving everywhere in the park is, is pretty beautiful yeah. because there's, it, it's not the same view. It's always right. a different view. Yeah. Did, did y'all get to do uh, the couple of the more interesting trails in Big Bend? So we did the back, the four by four that we, you know, we have the Jeep. So we did the, the Jeep badge. And then we also did, yeah, we also did the private, the primitive road, Uh the road that we went on on, but it was the one that they say is like the most primitive. It's just the four by four. The Eastern Eastern side of the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the black gap, I think is what it was. The the Jeep rated trail. We, yeah, we did that one. And river road. Yeah. Yeah, oh, River, River Road. Road. Yeah, that goes along the bottom. Yeah. 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 Did y'all stay at a campground when y'all stayed there or did y'all stay primitive? 
That was the, that's the other thing. The, the, the We didn't stay at the campground, but we stayed at the backcountry campsite there. Yeah. Um, and luckily when we were there, um, it was right before they changed it to, I think you have to pay $14 per day now. Yeah. When we, when we were there, it was $14 for a week. No, it was like, it was like as long as we wanted. As long- no, but we had was, to pick, no, we had to pick it, certain yeah. days though. It, you paid for the permit, fourteen dollars <laughs> for the permit, and you get to pick as many places as you wanted, if, as long as they were available. I don't remember. Up, <laughs> up fourteen days. Okay. Yes. At your maximum, you could days. stay. Right. So you just so we just like picked spots all the way around the park. And they're and all they're all off road spots. Each one. Yeah. On the the river road, and so right. We just, Yep, all along, all the way around the circle, yeah. the whole entire park. And the best part of those like weeks, of those so. um, camp spots are you get the whole area to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, and and those are really big spots. Yeah. So, we stayed at we stayed at Cottonwood, and I don't have any regrets about staying there. It was beautiful. There was an owl there that makes it. That's there's a pair of owls actually, and that's their home yeah. there. But it was it was just gorgeous. Nice. We took the camper that time. <laughs> we we had to stay in Cottonwood one night. The first night we were there because there was no backcountry spots mm, available. Gotcha. And then the next yeah. morning we had to get up at like six in the morning. So we were like the first people at the, the registration so we could get the spots. Yeah. The yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. I definitely love it. So what are some of the fun times that y'all have experienced out on the road full time. I know it's not all glamour and it's sometimes a lot of work. So. Um, so is that like a sarcastic question? Are you asking about all the, all the bad I don't know. I want to know some of the bad things. I want to know. Cause it's not, I mean, you hear all the positive. It's not. It's great. But I want to hear like what you female to female, Like I miss having a real bathroom a lot of time. <laughs> Every girl's comment right there. <laughs> I mean, having having running water to take a shower. Yeah. Using yeah. the restroom. It's not the same for, you know, male no. and females. Not no, the same. not at all. <laughs> but that's also why we, we tend to not stay at campsites and stay in like BLM land where there's no one around us and I don't have to worry about yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what are, are you thinking, Nick? What are the bad times fixing? Things? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, the hardest thing for me on the road, because I've kind of grown up my whole life as like a, a nomad. Um, so for me, the hardest times are when, you know, something goes wrong. You know, we, we are going off roading and then like my four wheel drive system decided it wanted not to work while we were doing mm-hmm. a hill climb. And then now yeah. I'm, 30 minutes frantically trying to figure out what's going on. How do I fix it? How can I get us off this hill? You know, we've got the trailer yeah. behind us. We're on a single track. Um, right. And, you know, and I'm, I'm disconnecting the battery, reset the computer. Like, please, yeah. you know, like the, those kind of moments are pretty stressful. Oh, that was recently in yeah. Colorado. Yeah, that I was in Colorado. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's things you don't plan for like that. And especially being out on the road by yourself, you don't have anybody else that could be. Yeah. yeah. We, it really, and you know, the, the community has been amazing, mm-hmm. the Overland community in general, and then the different groups that we've interacted with while we've been on this uh, trip as a whole 
they've been all amazing. And, you know, you can reach out to them if someone's nearby, but mm-hmm. a lot of times there's just, there's just nobody available. Right. And it's just like, all right, let's figure this out, you know? And yeah. Hour or two later, usually we can figure something out. And we'll I was about to say, sometimes you don't even have service. So you're like, then you're just really trying to figure it out all on your own. Yeah, we we just recently got a cell phone amplifier. Okay. Do you have the WeBoost? Yeah. Yes, we, we, we got a WeBoost. Yep. Um, there, there are a couple other companies out there that seem to be pretty comparable to the WeBoost. But uh, okay. as a whole, like that's a, that's a good one to go to. And it seems to about double your signal if you have signal. So that's been kind of a a little bit of a stress relief when we're back in the deep in the country, you know, like we, we, we can have signal now, even though we're 25 miles off into the, into the woods. Yeah. That's, that's definitely like a little bit of protection there, especially whenever you're on your own for sure. So tell us what, tell us a little bit about this camper build. Um, what kind of camper do you have going on here? Yeah, so we have a, uh, a tr- an adventure trailer with okay. a, a rooftop tent on the top there. Um, I built out a kitchen on the inside, okay. slides out of the side door. And then on the inside, I also have a power system with a solar panel, a 100 amp hour uh, battery system. And then I have uh, 13 gallons of water and a water pump. So okay. we have sink Mm -hmm. and a stove that i built into the kitchen as well um so those kind of it it, it's you know it's all outdoor living but the essentials are there you know it's a two burner stove running water um but but, you know it's still not you don't have walls so you know it is what it is (laughs) you don't need walls whenever there's nobody around you that far this is true true. true. (laughs) This this looks like white rim is this white rim this is a uh, Monument Valley. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, so that's not too far from the uh, scene in Forrest Gump, where yeah. he was running. He was running up the hill, and all of a sudden he goes, <laughs> "I think I'm done running," and he turns around and walks. And he's like, "Turn, I'm gonna go back." Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. that's that's the scene in the backdrop of that movie. Oh, okay. That's awesome. When it, welcome to the Outdoors wants to know, when is satellite internet coming? As soon and- as you buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Seen that done already. Is it, well, <laughs> we're going on like, he's been talking about it for like a year. We should be available by now, right? I wish. That would change the game, guys. Oh, man, so much. Yeah. So, if we had satellite internet, we would have spent like a month and a half down in Baja this winter. Yes, Baja. But we don't, there's not enough internet signal down there. So we had to come back into the States to, you know, do work and stuff like that. It's just Baja is probably, uh, would you agree? I, I think it's one of my favorite places that we've been to. Yeah. Um, really? Yes. Yeah. Highly recommend going if you've never it's been. It's just like, you know, an out of the United States experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Baja, I think, is a very very easy for you for any american to kind of slide into and not feel too overwhelmed okay uh and, and it's just beautiful mm-hmm. desert ocean uh there it is all desert there's no trees there's no like yeah so but it is super super beautiful yes gotcha like we stayed in one that's called uh bahia conception yes and uh 
we stayed there for like three days and every day we had dolphins. Swim. Oh, wow. And like in the afternoon and then toward the evening, they'd swim back. <laughs> like every day, it was amazing. This is like a, like a whole fam, like a whole pod of dolphins. But it's, just, beautiful, guys. it's only the specific time of the year that we were there though, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you have. For the experience that I'm explaining, it is a uh, January, February time mm -hmm. frame. Okay. Uh, that's, that's when a lot of the um, Pacific uh, animals or fish and mammals and dolphins and whales, right. they all come into these bays and they mate mm -hmm. and they raise their babies before they go back out into the deep. That's way cool. Yeah. I would love to be able to experience that. I The timing that you'll have to be there is just... So you go, but then you have to leave. I would not want to do that. <laughs> it's hard. You, you can stay there for a while. Like yeah. a lot of birds, they, they stay for like months and then they yeah. come back up. <laughs> yeah. You just have to get, um, like get the visa. You just have to get a visa and then um, the car insurance. And then okay. you go down there. Yeah. yeah. As far as driving down, if you yeah. fly in, you just fly in like anybody else, passport. Okay. Yeah. But That's if you want to fly down, you have to get, a, it's called an FMM. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you get that, and then you can just go type in Baja Insurance, mm -hmm. and there'll be a bunch of different options for that. Um, and depending on how long you want to go, obviously d determines how much it costs. Yep. Did you feel pretty safe whenever you went there? 100%. Yep. Never, never, never felt uneasy at all. Um, the only, the only, I guess, if any kind yeah. of uneasiness would be right as you cross the border. Uh, th those are the largest it's cities. Intense. Yeah. yeah, it's not intense. It's just there's so many people. Like it's, it is like a million people city. You wow. know, and packed. There's people everywhere. Everyone's hustling. You know, everyone's doing what they got to do to make the mm -hmm. ends meet, kind of thing. So you know, it's kind of. When you first get across, just drive the first couple hours out, and then you'll basically be in the country. Yeah. And it's all farm okay. and mm -hmm. small villages, you know, like real, real, like uh, personable style places. That's awesome. Yeah. That's way cool. So, do you guys have a job other than being on the road full time, or y'all just can you do you have the flexibility to be remote? So, so when we first started the trip, we just saved up money. Uh, to be able to live on the road for about two years. Um, you know, like we said earlier, we, we don't, we stay on BLM land, so we don't pay for campsites. We don't pay for places to stay. Our biggest expenses are uh, gas and food. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been about two years now and the money was starting to dwindle down. And so I recently started a job uh, last okay. September. Okay. Um, it, is, it is a fully remote job, and um, thankfully, it allows us to keep going. Um, so the only difference from before is Monday to Friday, we have to stay somewhere where, where I have um, cell signal and can do work. Okay. And then on the weekends, we can go play. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you're kind of like weekend warriors, but you can travel anywhere you want as long as you have service. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, that would be way cool, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I like that y'all have stayed places where it doesn't 
cost like you see some people they only stay like the extravagant places or they have the all extravagant rigs and stuff but you guys you guys y'all done it pretty simple you know one of the things that i wanted to do when we first started this it was very important to me that you know as we like started our the instagram stuff and everything to show that anybody could do this 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 isn't an elitist world you don't have to have the the perfect right equipment. You don't have to have the name brand stuff. Like if you want to go out there, you want to experience the outdoors. You want to you want to you know experience the United States. You know most right. people haven't even gone a hundred miles outside of their you know circle that they grew up in. So like yeah. to, you can do it. Anybody can do it. You know that rig cost me eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I put I put about two thousand dollars into it. For incredible to make it, you know, off road or more off road capable more than capable, right? <laughs> um, because when I first got it, we we took it on some very extreme trails when I first got it stock, and it did it, you know. But it's like, how do you make it a little easier? So mm-hmm. you know, I took that that money and I put it toward making the trail rides a little bit easier, right? Um, but like, it's totally doable. I mean, you know, a rooftop tent right now you can get for nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and you don't even need that. You can get a you can get a ground, ground tent. tent. Yeah. I was gonna say dumb life does it, you know, on the ground there. Exactly. You can do ground tents. Like you don't have to go with mm-hmm. this higher end kind of stuff to to get out there and experience nature and and really enjoy what we have to offer in the United States. You know? Yeah. I totally I totally appreciate that and I respect that so much. It, welcome to the outdoors says your rooftop tent is massive so i have to know what size of rooftop tent <laughs> where are you running there <laughs> we have a uh it's a 85 inch 80 80 inch 80 inch 80 inch wide 90 80 inches wide and 96 inches long we did That's not massive we didn't yeah. choose the rooftop tent it came with the trailer as a package so oh. <laughs> well dang yeah i mean y'all can sleep every any which way oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we do we have a uh like a, a king size two inch right memory foam <laughs> and <laughs> he said i don't trust anyone who doesn't have a poop shovel on display <laughs> we hide our poop shovel thank you very much <laughs> So much trolling right now. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the only one. There's been a couple others, but you know how it is. With these things. You never know. But the, open the doors. Tent, I mean, prior to ha- getting the trailer, we got the trailer because I wanted a dog. And, you know, we have Ella now and she's yeah. a little princess. She gets the whole backseat of the car. A lot of people have said she doesn't need that whole space. But she, she has more room she, than me. She's, she's a little baby. <laughs> but, um, and so we got the trailer, but before that we were in a, in a Smitty built rooftop tent and that, yeah. that's how, I don't know. How big is that? 56 inches by 90, so like, by 96. Uh, a normal size yeah, rooftop, rooftop tent. tent. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. so when we got the trailer, it, it came with this massive tent and I'm we're not I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> Don't turn down a free tent whenever I mean you're already getting the trailer, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah. and so Yeah, and we got that trailer for 
an amazing deal too. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But in inside the tent we have yeah, we have the two inch king size memory foam mattress. Yeah. And then we have a Teton double sleeping bag, zero degree double sleeping we bag. We have one of those. Mm -hmm. It's oh, it's amazing. Mass. Like they're stuff. massive. Yeah, and it's it's great for cold weather. And now that sometimes if it's like really cold, Ella will like come in and sleep with us. And we have yeah. a, a twelve volt uh, heated I blanket. No. I said no, but Ella's a little heater. <laughs> now, who does most of the driving when you're going on the roads? Is it you, Enoch, or is it Celia? Hundred percent. Does all the driving. Yeah. It's a manual. She doesn't drive a, a manual. So yeah, I do all the driving. That's her excuse. I taught. I, I would want, use that excuse. I taught her how to drive. No. Nope. If I break my leg and I can't drive, we will be okay. <laughs> It'll just be kind of jumpy. I'll just That's pull right. up YouTube University. <laughs> You'll just start the Weeboos and be like, "Help!" <laughs> no, I need an Uber. <laughs> Do you guys Uber out here? It's just a GPS marker. They'll, they'll be there. Exactly. So did you always set out knowing that you wanted to experience the road full time? Or is it something that you were just like, I'm tired of this life day in and day out. Let's go. So I can tell because yeah. I, I, I think my reasoning is different from your yeah, reasoning. Um, so I'm I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a, oh, I'm a wow. girl, uh, through and through, and um, born and raised Brooklyn, New York. And then I'm. What are you doing? <laughs> Ella's just wanting to give you a little love tap. And then <laughs> I moved to um, the Bay Area of California, which is how how we met. Um, okay. And so most of the times, you know, I was I was working nine to five. I took vacations and that's, that's usually when I traveled, I flew to, flew to more cities, explored all the cities, but I never really, um, traveled or visited, you know, backcountry areas. I, I went on some hikes. Uh, I visited maybe like one national park, but that wasn't, I guess my focus at the time. And so when I met I met Enoch in a in a hiking group in, in California. So the, the okay. reason California was a change of scenery. I wanted to be somewhere where I could do more outdoor activities um, with with better like more temperate weather. And so I joined the hiking group and I met him and we started talking about traveling. And he's he's a nomad. He's always traveled his whole life and. That's something I've always wanted to do, but I just never knew how to do it or like had the guts to do it by myself. Right. And so I, I learned a lot from him and that's, I don't know, that's where you come in, I guess. <laughs> Tell your story. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, you know, life changes, all that fun stuff. I, yeah. I moved out to California and meet her as well, you know, and uh, I bought the Xterra. And I was like, I'm going to go to Alaska and I'm going to live up there. And I'm going to find a job. And I well, think I'm you have family. Yeah, I have family, you have family up there. So I was like, That's I'm going to cool. so up there in the summertime. And, uh, you know, we were still in contact while I was up there. And she was like, I'm going to fly up. 
I had never been to Alaska before. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to visit. It would be a, a new I've place. I've never been either. Yeah. And so I, so she flew up and then uh, I took her around like the, there's like an inner circle of Alaska. It's just a paved road. It's a big circle. It goes basically from Anchorage all the way around to, to Denali and then back down uh, Fairbanks, you know, it's just like that. Yeah. So we did that whole circle, uh, took about four or five days and uh, we went to Denali. And while we were in Denali, we restruck up the conversation about, uh, you know, spending more time in nature and doing all that kind of stuff. And, and visiting all the national and parks. she mentioned, why don't we visit all the national parks? And I'm like, okay, why not? Let's go visit all the national parks. I'm like, what? I'm down. Me? Do that, I'm down. So uh, she flew back and then I, I uh, immediately built out a kitchen galley in the back of the Xterra. Uh, I ordered a Adelief for the rear suspension so I could add a rooftop tent and not be bottoming out all the time. Right, yeah. Um, and then I got all that and I drove back down to California. When I got to California, her whole apartment was empty. She had sold almost. She was all in. He didn't. He didn't, I didn't believe I didn't, that I wanted to do it. I had my <laughs> doubts. I had my doubts. I, I mean, a lot of people say they're going to do those kind of things, but when, but when you, you start putting money to yeah, pen to paper, yeah, it's like it's okay, just life change, you know? Yeah, that's huge. So, realized that she was actually in, and you know, I was already ready, and I'm like, I'm gonna go do this no matter what in my mind, you know. And but she was ready, so I'm like, all right, she's coming with me. This is gonna be fun. That's awesome. And uh, that's it. Kind of ended up becoming a us living on the road full time to achieve the goal of seeing all the national parks. So okay. definitely, our the idea wasn't to live out overland like we are, mm -hmm. but that's the only way that two people that aren't magically independently yeah. wealthy yeah. um to save up enough money and be able to do what we had the goal we had set right. uh, the only way that we could figure out how to do it was to do it in this this style this overland style you know and that's kind of how we ended up adopting that aspect because mm -hmm. it best with the the trip that we wanted to complete mm -hmm. So Delia, with you not being a nomad, did you have friends and family where that were like, you're crazy? Oh, I still have friends and family. I think <laughs> they, they're always asking, so when are you going to stop? When, when, when is the end of the trip? And I'm like, well, I have a remote job now. So like, never. never. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, they ask me all these questions, but they're still supportive of anything I do. So no right. one ever tells me that I made the wrong decision. Um, they're, they're always, they just check in on me to make sure things are okay and I'm still alive, you know, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, you said you just need to sell all your stuff. That's a secret. Just sell all the things. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably my uh, my favorite line to to say to people when they're like, "Oh, how do you do it?" And I'm like, yeah. "It's super easy. All yeah. you have to do take everything you own, sell it, and then detach yourself from society, and then yeah. you're good to go. You can go anywhere yeah. you want." 
Do you miss having the social connections or do you just form your own bonds like on the road, like with people that you meet day in and day out like that? We've, we've met a lot of people on the road. Yeah. I mean, when we first started our, we weren't like setting out to, to meet every person that we could on the road. No, you want to get away from people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, the trip was mainly to go deep into nature, visit all the national national parks mm-hmm. and see everything that we could see. Um, but when we started our Instagram and people started following us and they wanted to, to hang out with us. They wanted to learn our story. They wanted to, to, you know, figure out how they could themselves do what we're doing. And so through social media, we've actually met a lot of like-minded people. A lot of, like he said, the Overland community has been so helpful to us, especially since we travel to so many different places in such a short period of time. And every a lot of people have have welcomed their uh, have opened up their homes to us. Um, yeah, they see Enoch doing all of his like fixing the car on the yeah. side of the road, and they're always like, "We have a garage that we can use." You know, if you're ever in That's our awesome. area, and something happens. You know, you yeah. could come over and, and use our garage, and and so. I mean, a great, After, great example of that is just this weekend. Oh, yeah, this weekend. I mean, a per, a, just, you know, quick, quick example of kind of how the community has just been really supportive. Um, we went on the Rogue Overland Expedition this weekend, and our trailer actually had a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bolt decided to fall out, and the whole entire suspension arm just, like, swung out to the side. So oh, we're wow. one wheel is, like, out this way mm-hmm. while we're driving down, you know? And yeah. in there, everyone got together. We jacked up the trailer. Mm-hmm. We had people, you know, pulling down, trying to get that bin back. We got a bolt back in there. You know, we got it back working and able to get on the road. Well, typically in most places on a trip, you're like, okay, that's it. You're done, right? Mm-hmm. You're, I, right. I'm, I'll figure it, out, figure it out when I get home and I'll yeah. take this out. But, yeah. you know, obviously we're in a little bit different scenario. So somebody from that, that trip was like, hey, Come by our house. My, you know, uh, Josh is his name. He's a, he's a welder. And he's like, come by my house. We're going to straighten this up. We'll get this all squared up. And then I'm going to tack some welds on there to make sure this never happens to mm-hmm. you again. That's awesome. Yesterday, I spent, we spent with them. Great day. And they, they were able to help us get all those things in order. And, and that's something that, you know, when I started this trip, uh, it was, you know, self-sufficiency kind of thing mm, yeah. and it's come to realize after two years of being on the road there's no such thing as 100 percent self-sufficiency it's a community and you need that community to survive and mm-hmm. it's been and it's been really quite amazing yeah i totally agree and i think everywhere you go even in a community you're going to have the bad apples you're going to have the people mm-hmm. that give you the feedback or their opinions that you don't necessarily ask for but mm-hmm. you know i think ultimately you find the good in people and you realize that it's so much bigger than even just seeing the land or just experiencing all that. It's the journey and the people that you meet along that, that also encompass, you know, all of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so I, when, what were you saying, Delia? I was going to say, I didn't expect to meet all these great people, you know, mm-hmm. when we started, like he said, we were just, we were on a mission to, to, focus on our own goal and and yeah. out of that we've met so many cool people and now now we've started going to to more events to meet more people and and you know 
share our story and, and hear their stories and just be a part of this community that I never knew yeah. existed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a whole new world. So that's, I was headed that way. What events are you looking forward to for 2022? Are you coming to more this year? More I, I will be, I personally will be at more. Uh, I'll be at the uh, Sphere booth, which is okay. uh, our skid plate company. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't we didn't know them when I bought the skid plates, but uh, <laughs> I, made, I made a couple of like little like how to install the videos, and yeah. they, re they reached out to us, and we've we've just formed a really good yeah. uh, friendship with the two people from the company, okay. and in doing so. We've kind of like at some events we kind of mingle and like we help right. each other out at the events and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, well, I will be there at that booth and then I'll be roaming around. Uh, on your one wheel. I'm I'm hoping to have my one wheel. We'll see if they'll let me take it on the plane. <laughs> oh, so, I hope they will. Matt yeah, will want to ride that. For that one. So. She wants to ride it. You want to ride oh, it? Oh no, no, not me, not me, Matt. Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. I'll, not me. <laughs> I'm all about the. Yeah, I'm all about the electric bikes and all that, but no, that one will terrifies me. Mm. Yeah, that's like a YouTuber's. That if you're a YouTuber, that's that's your avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the one will, but I'm super excited because I definitely want to meet you, um, Enoch, at more. But also, we have Northology Adventures in the house, and I see you're sporting the core yes. shirt. Oh, yes. so are you gonna be there? I, I, I we did not. It's sold out. We did not. We did not get a ticket this year. It was way too fast for us. Wah, wah, um, wah. You know, we might talk to a few people and see what we can work out. I hear there's a waiting list. So you know, we'll yeah. list and you know, maybe I'm telling you services again this year. We'll see. Cindy, Cindy Pope making making pick you up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's not like a day. <laughs> okay, nice. There you go. Girl. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say Braxton says he knows a girl. <laughs> Yeah, um, I definitely want to make it this year. We didn't get to go to CORE last year. And I think that was the first time that you actually got to meet Matt whenever yes. y'all were at CORE. And he was yeah. just like, they are the most down-to-earth people. Mm -hmm. And you don't always meet people like that. Some people don't want to talk to people. Some people are like, they are just about the adventure and getting out and isolating themselves. But it's really cool when you can come around a campfire and just like chill and talk. And you have that common bond of the travel and the experience and just the love of the of the experience that you're you know doing every day Absolutely. and i think i think that's just so cool agree yeah Agreed. thank you it's been it's been amazing it really has i mean uh, you know i i've said it a hundred times now but you know the the people that we've met on this trip have really changed the trajectory of the trip and it's it's been quite quite amazing yeah yeah, and I think you have to pivot. You know, you 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 have to pivot with what you're doing, mm -hmm. even to like. There's stories that you get to hear, and if you if you walk away from a story, I think that that's something that you could have really learned a little bit about the person a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Stories yeah. tell you a lot about your about the people you're talking to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. So how many miles does the Xterra have on it? I have to know. Oh, man. So we just clicked over 230,000 miles. Yeah. So I bought it at 130,000 miles. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, we've, oh. we've put 100,000 oh, miles wow. on it since June that. of 2019. That's when we, that's, that's when I bought it. I wouldn't think that's too bad being on the road full time, right? That's not too bad. I mean, 50, 50, yeah. <laughs> Julia's over there like, oh. A lot if, if, if you, I mean, I don't even drive. He's driving. <laughs> if you, uh, if you kept, like, I think what makes what makes it seem like so much for us is is it's not the total miles because people people run those miles, you know, on their vehicles every year. People work, they drive fifty thousand yeah. miles in like yeah. a metro area a year. It's the ground that we covered, you know. So like, yeah, you did fifty thousand miles. In your, you know, DFW area of Texas. Well, I did fifty thousand right. miles over the entire United States. <laughs> Literally, like twenty thousand miles of that is dirt road. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of dirt. Yeah, a lot. Not of dirt. a pavement princess. Nope, no. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get. You know, you can, your miles are going to come and go. Oh. But where are you spending those miles? Mm -hmm. that's what yeah. i like to think of for sure exactly exactly if i got if i gotta drive i want to be driving somewhere interesting oh yeah it's funny though because i feel like his his google maps which is what he uses to like um navigate it like yeah. learned that he likes to take the longer way because most people when they <laughs> the shortcut. take me there as fast as you can every yeah. time i in an address we're like making right turns and left turns. I'm like, where are we going? And it, then we're on a dirt road. And I'm like, we're trying but you to have chosen the scenic route. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously though, like it, it, it has learned to reroute us the longest, hardest way. I don't know how it knows, but. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. I'm surprised you use Google instead of like Gaia or any type of. If Gaia had navigation. Yeah. I know. I wish it did have turn by turn. All those apps are really, really awesome, but without the navigation aspect, it kind of they kind of you know they yeah. lose a little bit of a little interest for me. But they <laughs> use them. I reference them a lot. I use yeah. uh, X and Gaia, uh, both of those in conjunction to find a lot of the trails and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but once once I found those trails, uh, surprisingly. There hasn't been a single trail on any one of those apps that isn't on Google as a road. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's good to know, especially whenever you're needing the navigation. I know yeah. Gaia does do some of the navigation in the to a certain degree, but mm -hmm. it's definitely limited whenever it comes to like Google or something like what ways. You know, it's right. It's gonna be inferior to that hands down all day long, but yeah. So Braxton has a question. If you were to do it all over again, what is one major thing you would do differently? And I think you'll probably both have different answers. So we'll, we'll let Delia go first on this one. Honestly, I, I wish we had a bigger vehicle. <laughs> Burn I on the Xterra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
She wants I, she wants hard walls. She's tired of the, the tent life. I mean, it it's it's nice when it's sunshine and there's no wind. But like, yeah. if you're at a place where every day, yeah, yes. like we were one month where it was raining every single day, and I'm yeah. just yeah. like, we're putting the tent away what we're taking the tent out wet we're all just wet like yeah. and it like it was miserable it's a morale <laughs> check i'm sure that was pretty rough and i mean obviously like you're the driver you can drive whatever you want i'm, I'm sitting passenger <laughs> i you know i it's fine and and it it the xera does take us everywhere we want to go but yeah. it would be great to be able to if it's raining outside to just be able to like walk into like a bed or something i i got some ideas around that i'm just saying you're about to build you're getting, he's like I, he's like matt i can build it <laughs> exactly <laughs> what about you enoch um i would have never bought the trailer oh really Ooh. Yeah. okay why i just just too many issues too many problems I mean, if 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 I had chosen another manufacturer, maybe it would have been different. Okay. But the manufacturer that I chose to go with uh, was not the smart move, and they were not supportive of their product for the type gotcha. of use that they're advertising their product for. Gotcha. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to bash anyone too much, but you know. No, I, I understand. Yeah, it's just uh, not, a, not, not the happiest moments, you know. And like I said, this weekend was just another case in right. point to, uh, to just be like, are you serious? Like, okay. So what happens when the Xterra fails or quits? Are we going to look at looking at getting a van? I know those I are stupid so. expensive. Unless you get no, like an, unless you get, you know, I see someone over here in the comments who um, mentions that they have a van for sale. <laughs> I hear that's a four by four man too. Oh, and I bet you could build some things with that. Oh man! <laughs> Don't even close your eyes. Stop looking at that. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. I, if I can make that scroll, I totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. So yeah, what happens? What happens if the Xterra? You you are you gonna switch it up? Or are you gonna get another Xterra? Or I'll fix the Xterra. You're just gonna fix the Xterra. He's yeah. he's trying to run. To I want a million upstairs. miles. Yep. Gotcha. I want a million miles. That's my goal. You think it's possible? Yep. The the yep. guy with the frontier. Yeah, it, right? the guy with the frontier did it. Oh really? Yeah. And is that like a new frontier? Right yeah. after he did that, I was sure. I think. I think Toyota has a program and I may be wrong. And if someone's watching, they can correct me. But when Toyota hits a certain mileage, I can't, I don't even know what that is, but they will like buy your Toyota from you. Cause they want to run all these tests on it to you see, see like, it's so long. That yeah, makes, <laughs> that makes sense. Like what did you do different to make years last longer than everyone else's? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know that. Maybe it's five hundred thousand miles. I don't think. I think that's pretty low for a Toyota. I may be wrong. Maybe it's a million. I like five hundred thousand. That sounds easy. <laughs> You're like I. I can get there real quick. 
And Jason said, how many motors later? <laughs> I mean, I'm at 230 and I'm still in the original motor. I just changed the CV axles because my boots went bad for like 230,000 miles on the original. Everything's still original in that vehicle. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I changed the boot, the boots. Um, they, it started having like a little tear. Okay. Like you, you could see the cracks in the rubber and it took like six months and it finally like just kind of fell off. Fell off. Yeah. Yeah, so I finally replaced those, but like that's, you know, and I did the timing chain, uh, you know, that's pretty standard for the two hundred thousand plus mark. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I, I really do. I really do think I can get at least five hundred thousand miles out of that bad boy. Yeah, I'm hoping I to think- take. I'm hoping to take it on the next big trip after we're done with the national parks. So, what is that going to be? The next big trip after the national parks. Oh, that's that's gonna be the Pan American Highway. Oh, nice! Uh, Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, all the way down to the tip of Argentina. Um, the goal right now is we're working through all the details and stuff right now, but the the goal is going to be about a one year trip, and okay. and make it all the way down to the bottom in that one year, while also not rushing through those areas, but like right. taking time and experiencing, exploring, you know, exploring, you know, to see everything that that, you know, that road goes all the way down, but off of that road, there's, you know, left and right, there's beautiful areas everywhere. So we're, we're hoping awesome. to you know, be able to get to experience as much as that as possible. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, that's going to, that's going to be a big one. That's uh, that requires a lot between for all of us yeah everybody's wanting to see ella they're screaming for ella Uh, look ella (laughs) your face wants you look at her sydney wants to know how has ella adapted to laugh with you and on the road i think she's done amazing um yeah she i mean compared to how she was when we first got her to where she is now. She's definitely a completely different dog. Um, I mean, obviously we, we got her from the shelter. So she was, she was very timid and like scared of her surroundings when we first got her. But I think she likes being on the road. I, I think she likes going to all the different places and seeing different things. She's a nomad too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is how this is how I think of it. When we are in the tent, um, we we both like to sleep in, and so Ella will sleep in too. She won't bother me to take her outside, and she'll she'll wait she'll wait until either one of us wake up wakes up to take her out. When we stay indoors, eight a.m., she's like licking my face, patting at me, like. I got to go outside right now. It's 8 a.m. When you're in the yeah. tent, you let us sleep until 10. What's up? Right? Let's so, go back to the tent. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think she likes being outside. <laughs> Is she still leery of the water? Oh, yeah. Yep. Super leery of the water. Although she's gotten better with her baths. Um, if yeah. we uh, 
if we're staying somewhere and we, we get to give her a bath, we'll walk into the bathroom and point at the bathtub and she'll jump right in. Whereas awesome. before he had to like carry her into the bathtub. Put some what? peanut butter around the edge. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, put some peanut butter because she'll just stand there and lick the peanut butter. And next thing you know, like she thinks it's kind of like a treat. That's that's like putting the the bag on your head and you put peanut butter on your head. So with y'all doing the Pan Am after you've hit all of the parks, was Alaska strategic in being the last place since you wanted to start there? Yeah. Or did you plan? So you planned out the parks as like before y'all made this whole trip. So mid midway through yeah. midway through the national parks, um, I started talking to people that had done parts of the Pan Am Highway. Yeah. And so I started kind of thinking about the possibility of doing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, then that's when we started. I started to change. Well, at the same time, that's when COVID hit too. Yeah. So like that hitting, closing the borders, because we were actually planning on going up to Alaska uh, in 2020. Okay. And um, obviously that would, that didn't happen. And once that didn't happen, then it was kind of like, I had already been thinking about the Panam Highway. And so now it just kind of, they just kind of end up working together now at this point because we can't, we still can't get up there. Yeah. We're going to go do the, we're going to go do Hawaii um, and America Samoa, and then we'll come back and then it'll basically be Alaska and then we can start the Panam Highway. Okay. So when are you going to try to get to Hawaii and Samoa? That's a good question. <laughs> Probably exactly. this year. It'll be this year. We don't know exactly yes, when, um, but yeah, we, it'll just be uh we basically have to set aside about two weeks and then we'll do uh, a week on the islands in Hawaii and then a week out in America, Samoa. Mm -hmm. um, it's because they're, they're really all cool. to each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. We yeah. just have to. But yeah, we don't know exactly it. when. So, but it will be this year because we, we yeah. want to get all that buttoned up before we jump into the Pan American Highway for sure. That's so cool. So whenever y'all go to the parks, what did you I was, say, Enoch? I was saying you got to finish one goal oh, first before you move on to the next one. Yeah. Otherwise, you will never finish if you're like me. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I won't. It'll just be those stragglers, and I'll be like, oh, we need to go, by the way, next year to Hawaii sometime. <laughs> Check it off. <laughs> do you do any of the, the stamps or the coins that y'all, you know, whenever you go to all the parks? Mm -hmm. So I bought a sticker pack that has okay. every single one of the parks. And as we go to them, I, I, I stick it on the window. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's what I was seeing on the back of the Xterra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, I can each see one it right of those, there. Yeah, each one of those stickers is a different national park. Gotcha. That's way cool. Do you have them on both sides? Yep. You do. Yep. We're running out of room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a, I, they added another national park. So I bought a new pack because they have to be all the same. I can't have stickers. Yeah. OCD's got me bad. Um, <laughs> I understand the, it. Besides, 
So I bought a new pack. So I'm actually going to be taking all of those stickers off and I'm going to get them a little bit tighter, a little bit closer and try to get yeah. all on there. Yeah. And then you can never sell the Xterra because then all of your stickers are there. That's exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a forever, it's a forever vehicle. All these, all these know. little strategies within each other. <laughs> I have to ask. So whenever we decide to go and we're going to be on the road full time, mm -hmm. do you find a hurry to a want, I guess, to hurry to get to the next spot? Or do, are you cool with just sitting up and like, you know what, let's stay here for a few weeks? Or are you, do you, do you, get to a point where after you've been there for a week and you're like, okay, what's next? Where's next? So I guess it's a, it depends on where we are. Yeah. Um, because like, like back to going back to the national parks, there are some national parks we, we get there and we're like, this is a one day park. We don't need to spend any more time than like one day. Or an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drive through. Uh, St. Louis Arch. Is a <laughs> park. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I have like a book. I have a book of all my my passes. I don't know where it's at, but I do. I do this. I do the stamps. The oh, okay, yeah. Stamps. And uh, yeah, so I guess yeah, it depends on where we are. If we're if we're in a spot like like Big Ben, we spent two weeks yeah. there. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, could spend two weeks there. If there's if there's different things to see well we will stay there and and try to see everything what, what, yeah. what am i reading True. I that's right. he says the life of a full-timer is they will get there when they get there that, that honestly it's that's more accurate than, although than else. now that i have a job it's kind of like all right we gotta go somewhere with signal i don't have signal right now we got we gotta go 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 until i have but, signal. Then, but then you know i'll drive 15 miles and, then and you're there all right, yeah, signal. Okay, we'll just set up here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Braxton made a very valid point right there. Uh, we'll get there when we get there. That that kind of falls in line with the, also with the the planning aspect. Like you, you know, you asked us about Hawaii. I mean, we're going. There's no doubt that we're going to be doing that, but yeah. like a hard date on when we're going to do it. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So, plan like two days in advance <laughs> oh wow really yeah typically hey, oh, i don't know if i can handle that when we oh, oh when we first started he's not a planner i'm a planner like i used to do excel spreadsheets for my trips planning and yeah. when we first started the trip he's like you're gonna need to you know stop doing that drop everything you're thinking about and just go with the flow and i'm like okay fine okay i can do that i can do that the first national park we wanted to go to was channel islands national park um outside of la to get to channel islands we have to take a ferry the so we get to like outside of la area we're camped there and he's like and we're like okay let, let's go buy the tickets for the ferry for tomorrow the ferry's booked out a week. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, okay, we're gonna need to start planning in advance now. It, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out perfectly fine. You know we went down to Joshua Tree for a week, and then we came back. And yeah. We did New Island. It it 
it totally worked out perfect. I that's exactly how I planned. It. <laughs> See, just, I would think I'm I think just... I'd have to have like a direction. Like I wouldn't be able to go back. I'd be like, okay, I was there, I, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know how I would feel with that in my mind. <laughs> you, have, you, you have to accept you will at some point go backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's some very wise. <laughs> Just in life in general, except the fact that sometimes you will go backwards. You will have to go backwards. <laughs> yeah, I need to that could be put down. on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to write that down. <laughs> yeah, that could be your slogan. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming on. Tell everybody where they can find all of your information and follow your journey. Um, we are on Instagram mostly. So okay. it's, uh, Mo Leisure Adventures right there on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's our YouTube link. We have some videos. Most of them are like DIYs cause he, he does everything himself. Super handy. Um, yeah. we don't really. <laughs> our, our best, our best adventure, uh, video is on welcome to the outdoors. Okay. You can check that out. That's yeah, probably yeah. our best adventure yeah. one. The most recent, yeah. yeah, one. I'll throw his name up just for a welcome to the outdoors. There you go, Braxton. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we're we're on Facebook too. Uh, I don't really do Facebook that much. You you're on yeah. it a little bit more than I am. And yeah, that's that's, that's it, it, right? Yeah. That's it. That's all we're on. That's all we're on. I think that's that's it. We're not cool that's enough. Plenty. Oh, TikTok. Don't understand the algorithm. <laughs> you know, if you if you try to understand the algorithm, you just gotta start it and just have fun with it because the yeah. algorithm will just eat your brain alive. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I thank y'all so much, and I'm so so very thankful that y'all took time out of your nights, and especially Ella. I know she's had a very busy evening planned, and you just had to pencil me in. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> busy one you know she's a very important lady i mean she's the most you know famous one like people don't know who we are they, they see her and they're like it's ella <laughs> yeah you yeah. again welcome to having children <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having us yeah thank you yeah, i had a blast getting to know you all better and i can't wait to meet y'all hopefully you get to know a person and you can get into core i like throw it that out there. I, I, I'm thinking that that should happen. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all have a good night, okay? Awesome. Too. Thank Thanks, you. Kara. Right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Good night.